You are listening to episode 20 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. So glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share with you what I think is the key to the universe. I may have said that previously when I talked about the thought model way in the beginning of my episodes, but today I'm going to talk about something that I've been thinking about more the last few months. Several months ago, I started reading a book by Dr. Kristen Neff called Self-Compassion, The Power of Being Kind to Yourself. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, hmm, I think she's onto something here. Myself and so many of my colleagues and clients have a very high level of self-criticism. And many of us think that this helped us achieve the goals that we did. We wanted to become doctors. We worked hard. We achieved good grades. We did all of the things. And many of us got there by using the stick approach, right? We'd set a big goal. We would work really hard. If we didn't get there, we would kind of push ourselves on. Come on, you can do better. You can do better. We all have varying degrees of how critical our own self-talk is. Some of us, it may just be like, hey, you can do better. I know you can versus like, hey, you're so dumb. I can't believe you failed that test. Again, we all have varying degrees of what goes on in our brain, but many of us have quite a bit of self-judgment and self-criticism, at least in the folks that I've talked with. And this book offers an entirely different approach. If I would ask you today, hey, how's your self-esteem? Some of you would rate it very highly, right? When you achieve a lot, that often goes in that bucket of, yep, I'm doing a good job. I've got high self-esteem. It typically takes earning and achieving goals in order to increase our self-esteem, right? Years back, the schools, they would, you know, push and uh, motivate the children by telling them they're doing a great job and you can do more. And this would somewhat build up their self-esteem. What I'll tell you, though, is that self-esteem does not help us when we falter. And you know, just as well as I, that in life, with all of the challenges, all of the obstacles, there is a tendency to falter at times. This is not a bad thing. This is our human existence on earth, right? We want to experience all of it. We want to set big goals. We want to enjoy little wins here and there. But it's much easier when we learn to start having self-compassion. As you all know, our successes and failures in life come and go, and they do not define us. I love the way that Kristen Neff describes it. She says, Self-compassion does not try to define our worth of who we are. It is a way of relating to the mystery of who we are. Rather than managing our self-image, it honors the fact that we all are human beings and we have strengths and weaknesses. She talks a lot about how, number one, it's good to know that in life there are supposed to be ups and downs. I think so many of us high achievers think it's going to be awesome and high and everything all of the time. 
And if for some reason we achieve less than that high goal, that we're less than for some reason. She really explains that, you know, in life as human beings, we want to embrace all of it. It's also really good, she suggests, to know that others are feeling the same way. Others have struggles too. So self-compassion begins with what I've talked about before, like awareness of what's going on. Number two, being aware that you're not alone in that. We're part of the human condition, right? The human existence on earth where we have good feelings and bad feelings and all of it. And the way that we can accept it much more easily is to learn how to have self-compassion. One of my favorite takeaways from her is that when she talks about how we learn to speak to ourselves, she suggests that we envision our children. Now, I know that many of you are mamas, right? That's why you're listening to this, you mama docs, although I know others listen as well, and welcome to everybody. But when your child comes to you and they have a struggle, think about how you act to them. What do you say? Many times we grab this child who's very upset in a warm embrace and say, I love you. I'm sorry you're so disappointed. That must have been really hard for you. I know that you can figure it out and that you'll get through this, right? I'm here with you. That's how we speak to our children, right? That's how we often speak to friends who come to us when they're struggling. And yet many of us internally talk to ourselves like a drill sergeant. Come on, you can do better. I knew you weren't going to do a good job on that. This does not allow for great expansion, right? It doesn't allow us to try new things. Or if it does, we're very hesitant. We're scared to fail. We're scared to stumble because we're afraid of how we're going to react to ourselves. Many of us will even stop and not do the things that we're curious about because we don't want to screw it up, right? We either have to do it perfectly or we don't want to do it at all. If we can learn to embrace self-compassion, we can try these things. We can stumble and fail and we can give ourselves a big hug and say, hey, way to go. You gave it a try. I know you're going to keep at it, right? And this is amazing. This is the answer. Now, does it happen overnight? Absolutely not, right? I've read this book. I've been thinking about it. And I just think that I'm going to continue to try to think about how I can most easily share this with you. Christine Neff has another book coming out this summer called Fierce Self-Compassion, How Women Can Harness Kindness to Speak Up, Claim Their Power, and Thrive. I've already pre-ordered this book. I invite you to do the same. I can't wait for it to arrive on June 15th. I'm going to dig right in, see what I can learn, and I'm going to definitely come back and share it with you. In fact, I'm thinking about perhaps having a first book club in my group online, right? If you're not in Facebook, Mama Doc, Stress Rx group, please come join us. I really think that this would be fun to dig in together to figure out where are we on this spectrum of self-compassion versus self-judgment, right? And how can we turn the dial? I wish I could FedEx pixie dust you overnight and I could sprinkle it on you and that all of a sudden you'd go from self-judgment to whoop, self-compassionate. It takes some time. It takes some energy. And yet the first step is awareness. 
How often are you speaking to yourself critically, judgmentally? Take note of that. And then you can say out loud or just in your head, hey, I'm thinking that thought again, right? I'm thinking that thought again that I'm supposed to be doing better. And we can start to talk to ourselves like we would a dear loved one. And I feel like the easiest entryway for me is to think about how I talk to my children. And one other thing that I loved in reading this book from uh, Dr. Kristen Neff is that she talks about the release of oxytocin, right? We know that that's that hormone of connection and love. And as mamas, right, holding our babies and snuggling and nursing and just being close with others, right, that releases that hormone. And she talks about how even just putting your hand on your arm and gently rubbing your arm when you're feeling upset, saying, hey, I know you're really upset right now. You're really disappointed that, you know, X, Y, or Z didn't happen. And I'm here for you. Just try it. I've started doing this over the last couple of months. I've started to share this technique with my clients. I find it helpful. It just, if anything, reminds me to be compassionate. Another thing that I sometimes do, I invite you to try and see what works best for you, is when I'm noticing that I'm starting to be self-critical, is that I'll take my hand and place it over my heart. And that's a reminder to be tender right? To treat myself with grace. We are such compassionate women. We went into medicine because we are compassionate. We love to help others. We are mamas and we are compassionate. We show compassion to all around us, right? And now it's time to learn to give compassion to ourselves. I'm going to wrap up with another awesome quote from Kristen Neff from her book, Self-Compassion. Rather than trying to define our self-worth with judgments and evaluations, what if our positive feelings toward ourselves could come from a totally different source? What if they could come from our hearts rather than our minds? Oh my gosh, you guys, I love this so much because our minds are trying to be helpful, right? They're trying to move us forward. But our minds, again, we've gotten these loops of being very self-critical many of us, not all of us. I know some of you are already have been working on self-compassion. That's fantastic. Keep it up. Spread the word. But many of us have gotten in these loops where we're very critical uh, and a lot of self-judgment. And that's just our mind. Again, having these thoughts that are neutral, but that make us feel uncomfortable, right? Or inadequate, ashamed, that sort of thing. And what if instead we could take a step back, put our hand on our heart, and treat us with the love and the compassion that we definitely deserve, okay? So I highly advise checking out this book. I highly advise uh, going to your local library or getting online and ordering, pre-ordering rather, uh, her new book, Fear Self-Compassion, and meet me in the Facebook group, Mama Doc, Stress Rx, and I really look forward to uh, getting that book club off the ground. Well, that's all I have for now about self-compassion. I look forward to chatting with you about it more in the future after I read the next book. One last thing that I want to mention today, as I failed to mention in the beginning of my podcast, was yay, yay, celebration. This is the 20th episode. I've been having so much fun. Thank you for sharing with others. If you have not yet gone on and rated and reviewed it. I'd highly appreciate it. I think we're up to 8,500 downloads, which is fantastic. My goal by 
you know, maybe let's just say a month, is to get up to 10,000. That means that this information is reaching the ears of people who need to hear it, right? As I always like to say, being a mom is tough and being a doc is tough, but it doesn't need to be so hard, right? So let's share the word. Please share with a friend, get on, rate and review. Thank you in advance. It's been so fun to be here with you. And I can't wait someday to meet more of you in person. Until next week. Peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.